0: last week you heard the heart-wrenching and unbelievable story of a young child horrifically abused by the parent that was supposed to love and care for her stormy did not know the meaning of that word did anyone truly care for her did god and if yes why did she have to be locked in a closet with rats for hours on end and where was her father to defend her from the rages of her mother a diagnosed schizophrenic whose own set of, quote, imaginary enemies caused unending havoc in the home and lives of anyone who even came close? And finally, how did my next guest not only survive, but learn to thrive in the midst of it all? Here to share more of her incredible story of overcoming is award-winning, best-selling author and speaker whose record-breaking series on prayer has sold over 14 million books worldwide. Her latest being The Power of a Praying Life, Finding the Freedom, Wholeness, and True Success God Has for You. Ladies and gentlemen, my very special and honored guest, Stormy Omardian. Stormy, welcome back to Testimony. Thank you, Jensina. It's so good to be back. Stormy, before we begin more of your story, you are also the wife of renowned Grammy Award winning composer and producer Michael Omardian, and the two of you together have sung and penned some of Christian music's most beloved songs. How special is it knowing that God put you two together when all of your other relationships outside of Christ ended in failure?
1: Well, it was really the Lord, absolutely, and we knew it, too. We had prayed so much about our relationship, uh, not wanting to make a mistake, not wanting to do anything outside the will of God, you know. We'd done those kind of things, and I, I especially had, and it just led to such disasters that it was so nice to be able to, to submit this whole relationship to to God and, and see where it took us. And, and so when we felt led to, to be married, it was we knew it was God. We've never doubted that, you know, and... Um, although we had tremendous struggles because i came into the marriage with a lot of hurt and you know emotional damage and he came in with a lot of anger and those two things together really did not mesh well and um this is, this is before i found any deliverance from all those you know demons of my past you know all of the anxiety and depression and and um, feelings of hopelessness and futility and you know just all those negative emotions, the loneliness, you know, and which it, which it can it can be a really painful thing. And then him having all that anger, and he would sometimes direct it toward me, and that would make me feel worse. And then I'd I, I withdraw from him, and it was just horrible. It was just such a. It was really hard, really really hard, because we were so broken, both of us. And yeah. uh, it was when I finally started getting free of all that, you know, finding out and discovering really that god will set us free from all that i mean i really had never never really knew what that meant never really knew that you could get absolutely delivered from all that stuff and uh when i when i had the chance to have that happen where i went to the counseling office of the church and was uh had christian counseling and and they prayed for me and i really got free of that depression and i got free of the anxiety and little by little, got free of all my fear and all those things. And and we got, you know, marriage counseling as well. And that really made such a difference. And we've been married um, 38 years, and it's really a miracle of God, really. We hadn't had the Lord. We've been divorced for sure. And we've really been been able to work through so much because of the Lord.
0: Now, Sturmy, I want to talk about something that really isn't talked about too much today, believe it or not. You are the product... Of an abused victim at the hands of your own mother, but when you got married and had your own children, that started to translate toward them. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty shocking because I had gotten free of all that unforgiveness toward my mother and had really come a long way before I had my first child. And um, when I brought uh, my son home from the hospital, I had all this you know anger come up in me toward my mother because I'm thinking, how can you treat a your own child the way my mother treated me and so i had this all this unforgiveness coming up again so i had to deal with that and it's not like i was dealing with it all over again i was dealing with new levels of unforgiveness that were coming forth for me to be be set free of and um but one night when my baby was crying and crying and crying i couldn't get him to stop crying. I'm trying to do everything and a good mother knows how to do and He wouldn't stop crying and his crying became a rejection of me. Like, oh, you know, you're not a good enough mother. You can't, you're can't, you not doing the right thing. That's what, what I'm thinking. I, something just snapped in me and I really wanted to hit him. I wanted to throw him across the room. I wanted to hit him. And thank God I had the Lord and I had enough healing that I had the sense enough to just put him down in his crib and just get out of the bedroom and just go in my own room and just fall on my knees before the Lord and just say, God, there's just something horrible in me. I Horrible feelings of, of wanting to hurt my son. And, and I don't even know where it's coming from. It's like it's a monster inside of me. And, and I just stayed there and prayed. And and till so the Lord just lifted that and uh, eventually called the same counselor that I went to to get free of all the depression and anxiety and fear and stuff. I went to, the, you know, called the same I told my husband first, and then call, we called the same counselor, and she, mm-hmm. you know, recommended that we just continue to pray because the baby wasn't in any danger because I wasn't going to do anything to him. You know, I had that, had that much sense, had that much healing. But every time that happened, every time those feelings were well up in me, I just put the baby down and, and get out uh, of the room and get before the Lord again. And, and just that, that, that happened, I just gradually, over a period of about three years, I finally got rid of it totally before my second child was born. And um, and that was just the Lord walking me step by step through that healing process that he has for us. You know, sometimes he'll heal us instantly like he did for me with the depression and anxiety. And sometimes it's a slow walk with him where you learn to trust him and believe in him and and to trust his word and to, you know, let him take you where you need to go in order to, to... come to a place where you realize who you are in the Lord and, and what is the lie that you're living you know I was living this lie that you know still that I wasn't worth anything that I was a bad mother that all, all these things and that was the lie that was what Lord the Lord put in me
0: And that is a lie, because anyone looking at you would say, she has no problems, she's gorgeous, she's beautiful, a wonderful, handsome husband, a great career, a prolific writer. Uh, You've written books on the power of praying for your adult children, your husband, the power of a praying woman, the power of a praying parent. You've sold over 14 million of these books. And your latest, ladies and gentlemen, for those who may have just tuned in, you're listening to Stormy Omardian, author of Stormy, her autobiography. Of which we're talking about today—a story of forgiveness and healing. You know the effects of abuse on a child cannot be understated, can they, Stormy?
1: No, it's it's really horrible. Um, you can't believe how something can, can cripple you for the rest of your life. You know, and people look at a child abuse, some you know as if like okay, you know, you get over it. You know. It's done, get over it, especially in in child sexual abuse where they, you know, say, well, it's done, it was in the past, get over it. It's not, you can't just tell somebody to get over it and have them get over it. There's a lot of healing. Part of them has been absolutely broken, and it has to be restored. And the Lord is really the only one who could do that completely. I mean, you can find help and thank God for people who can help us, you know, who have been abused too to cope with things but as far as getting absolutely 100% delivered from it only the Lord can do that
0: so let me ask you a question here now when you say you've been delivered from it does that mean that and not to put words in your mouth but correct me if I'm wrong does that mean you may still have the memory of it but you don't have any of the effects of it you have totally been forgiven and cleansed and released from it
1: yes absolutely 100% don't ever think about it I mean you remember it but I don't I don't. Those feelings don't come up like that. I I don't, I don't have that kind of a feeling. Of course I am, I am sensitive to being rejected. I, um, but I, you know, I will take that to the Lord if I am, if I experience something that's a kind of a rejection. I take it to the Lord. I don't let it destroy me. You know, like I I would have normally without Mm -hmm. the Lord. You know, so I remember things, but I don't. it, It it doesn't have the power over me. Those memories don't have the power over me like
0: they did. So it's a continuing submitting yourself to the Lord, the Lordship of Jesus Christ, being immersed in His Word and praise music. You're also a singer and a songwriter. You and your husband, Michael Lomardian, have written songs together. You've established a wonderful career, and you're reaching out to millions across the United States and all around the world with your tremendous books. Stormy, what would you say to someone listening today who says, You don't know my story. You have no idea what I've been through and Jesus hasn't shown up for me, why should I expect he'll do it now?
1: Well, the thing is, I, um, I I've kind of felt that way in the beginning, you know, because um, why you know, why did I have to go through this? Why do I have these feelings? Why can't I ever get on top of them? But it wasn't until I really learned how to pray, and not only pray by myself but to pray with other people about, about the things that were hurting me, and that is really important to be able to have that consistent, ongoing prayer. And if you have trouble praying, praying with somebody else on a regular basis, with a, like a prayer partner, it's really a powerful thing. And I really attribute a lot of my healing to that, to, to people praying for me. Because every time I got set free of something, it was always when I was in prayer, or people were praying for me. You know, and you can get set free when you're reading the Word too. But when you're tremendously broken inside, you need you need help. You just need help. You need someone who can talk to you. You need someone who can pray with you, who understands the power of prayer and believes in, in uh, the power of God and the desire of God to answer those prayers.
0: And how encouraging is that, that no matter how lonely someone might feel or rejected or discarded or... They, feel, they may feel like they're just a throwaway human being in this society. Jesus Christ will never throw us away. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Stormy, I'd like for you to end our program today with a prayer. I'd like for you to reach out to that woman or that man, that little girl, that little boy that is listening to you today that just hasn't had any hope. They don't have a family. They don't even have a church they can go to. Someone in the entertainment industry who doesn't feel like they can talk to anybody about it. Talk to the person who is an abuser themselves, but they're too ashamed to say anything about it. Stormy, I'd like you to take the next men of our program and speak to that person. Encourage them. Tell them how you overcame it. And then close us out with prayer. Stormy Omardian, thank you and God bless you for being with us on Testimony. We are all ears.
1: I really want to speak to anyone who's hurting today because I, I know how awful it is to feel hurt. And um, I want to pray for you right now. And I want you to pray with me just silently as I'm praying and agree with me about what I'm praying about. Lord, I lift up to you every single person who is listening right now that has hurt in their heart. And I uh, I want you to take away, Lord, the hopelessness that they feel and give them hope, Lord. Help them to understand that you are listening to their prayers, that you care about them. And not only that, you have the power to heal them of all of those painful, uh, negative emotions, Lord. I pray that you will take away all sadness, Lord, that you will take away that, that anxiety that, that can keep us from becoming all we you made us to be, Lord. I pray that you will help them to know that you are their Savior, and not only that, you are their deliverer and healer, healer of the mind, body, and emotions, Lord. And I know that you want them to live in wholeness. That is your plan for their life. I pray that you will lead them to someone whom they can talk to, who can pray with them. God, I pray that you will give them hope right now, even as they hear the sound of my voice, that they will hear the sound of your voice their heart in Jesus name. Amen.
0: If you would like more information, you can visit our website at jensinebard.com That's one word, J E N S I N E B A R D.com or write to us at Testimony, PO Box 1333, Palm Desert, California 92261. That's PO Box 1333. Palm Desert, California, 92261. I'm Jensine Bard. Please join us again for testimony.